0: I think I think the difficult thing is you know when when you kind of hear hearing bad news you know day after day after day which which sometimes ends up being the case you know you could feel like uh, like almost as if you know I can't I can't hang on anymore or I feel like I'm not gonna make it or I feel like I you know it's too much I can't take it anymore and and I'm gonna encourage you tonight you know that is the moment to press in even harder because i'm gonna i'm gonna give you a guarantee that 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 you know things are not going to continue down a negative path because we are a large enough contingent of people here and our faith is too strong to to, to, for the enemy for the enemy to withstand you know i know that there's a lot of rumors that come floating around um, you know there's a lot of you, you hear you know this is what they want to do and this is what they're planning to do And you know what that is what they're planning to do, but I'm gonna tell you something tonight The government doesn't have the final say God has the final say it's not up to the government What happens here you I I can guarantee you that we are too strong in this place for, for, for the enemy to just have his way And I don't know about you but but I'm already starting to, to see that things are happening. So don't give up. Listen, if if I can if I can tell you uh, just one thing to take from tonight's broadcast, don't give up. You know, don't because you know what that that isn't isn't that just isn't that just what what the devil wants to see that at the last moment that we just we cave in. And we give in and we're like, you know what? I, I can't take this anymore. I've had enough. You know, just whatever. I, I just want to get this over with. Listen. <laughs> no. S- stay strong. If you feel that strongly convicted in your spirit that the Lord has told you to do something, you stick to it. That's right, Loretta. The fast might be over, but we're not going to stop praying. We're going to press in and we're right till the end, you know, because we're, str- and I believe we're stronger now. You know, that's what happens after a fast. It's like physically you'd think, man, my, my body's probably going to be weak and probably no, but, but it's actually the opposite that you actually feel more of a strength. I know that I do. Maybe I'm the only one, but, but, you know, you, you feel that it's like, you know what we, we can do this. We can overcome this. Why? Because we have God on our side. Um, so I want to tell you tonight, do not confuse a challenge for a defeat. And there are challenges that we're facing, but we're not defeated. We, uh, uh, (laughs) I'm going to read some scripture tonight and I'm going to read you a story from the word of God. I I don't know, um, how often this story is told, but it's, it's a great one. Um, and I'm going to start by reading. From the book of Nahum, which is which is a pro- who, he's a, he was a prophet, um, you know he's under the category of what they call minor prophets, but they're not minor; they're they're super important. It's just because their 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 writings were a little bit shorter. So I never was a fan of that name um, because they're not minor; they they are they are are strong and 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 have a lot of good things to say. Because it's so easy now, and I don't blame you for it. I'm not mad at you for it. To feel like you're at the end of your rope, that I, you know, I can't I can't continue on, it's too much now, it's too much what they're doing, it's too much what I'm hearing, I can't hear it anymore, and you know what, I know the easy thing to say, and we always say it, um, the easy thing to say is, oh just turn off the news, don't look at social media, I know that's the easy thing to say, but, but it was actually funny because yesterday I was watching a football game, I love football, and I was watching a football game and, and, and I didn't have my, I wasn't looking at social media. And I, I mean, I forgot that, that we're in a pandemic. If you, if you watch, <laughs> uh, if you watch some football games in America, you you would be like, is there a pandemic? I, I wouldn't have thought. And I was just like, it kind of like, for, almost for a second, I just sort of forgot. And then I got a message from somebody. I agree, Steph. They need to change the overtime rules. There, I said it. It is what it is. I know that obviously last night, uh, we can't complain because the rules are the rules, but they're lousy rules. I need to change them. Um, and I got a message from somebody. Oh, did you see this? Do you know it was a fantastic game? Um, yeah, apparently America's not in a pandemic. I don't know. Anyways, um, and someone messaged me. Did you see this? And it was some, you know, post from somebody and I was like, oh, thanks for like, I didn't feel like seeing that. So it's like, even if you avoid uh, looking at your social media, you're still going to hear stuff because it's it's almost impossible not to hear it. So as I, obviously it helps, yes, to not look at stuff, to not read stuff, to not uh, um, watch the news. But that's not the only answer. The main answer is what is the word of God telling us? Because uh, here's, here's something for you. Here's breaking news for you. God doesn't change. You know, the Bible says, God says of himself, I am the Lord God and I change not. You know, the, the book of James says in him, there's no shifting shadow. So who he is then he's still that same God now. So, so don't be, be, uh, um, led us straight with a, a line of thinking that says well i know that was what happened back then but it's different now no we're we're children of god and the same promises that existed then are for us now why because we're heirs of the promise through christ that's what it says in the book of galatians hey lynn good to see you good to see everybody here um so let me read from the book of nahum uh starting at chapter chapter one starting at verse two i'm gonna if you have your bibles please open them up follow along with me uh because these are some this this is a great story that i'm gonna read and i i i'm i'm gonna say with confidence that if you're feeling a little um frustrated by the news or however you want to say you won't be by the end of this story because this is it's not just It's not just, oh, that's a nice story. Yeah, that would be good. No, these are real things that happened to real people. Okay. Nahum chapter one, verse two. The Lord is a jealous and avenging God. The Lord takes vengeance and is filled with wrath. The Lord takes vengeance on his foes and maintains his wrath against his enemies. The Lord is slow to anger and great in power. The Lord will not leave the guilty unpunished. His way is in the whirlwind and the storm. The clouds are the dust of his feet. He rebukes the sea and dries it up. He makes all rivers run dry. Bashan and Carmel wither, and the blossoms of Lebanon fade. The mountains quake before him, and the hills melt away. The earth trembles at his presence, the world and all who live in it. Who can withstand his indignation? Who can endure his fierce anger? His wrath is poured out like fire. The, ra- the rocks are shattered before him. Look at verse 7. Maybe one of the top verses in the whole Bible. Um, and you, maybe you didn't, if you haven't read Nahum, which I recommend you read it, you wouldn't have found it. Verse 7, the Lord is good, a refuge in times of trouble. He cares for those who trust in him. Listen, then I'm just going to stop there for a second. Did you hear that? He cares for those who trust in him. You know, I, I don't, because I, listen, humanly speaking, yeah, the, 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 there's, there's bad news that we see and we get frustrated and, and we get upset, humanly speaking. But just remember where God operates. God operates in the supernatural. And what our faith does is it brings down the supernatural into the natural. And so even though, humanly speaking, you're kind of like, yeah, I know God says to trust them, but did you hear what they what they want to do? You know, that that's our, and that's, listen, I understand that. I'm not like rebuking you. I'm just saying, because humanly speaking, yeah, that is going to be your reaction. Of course it is, you know, but that's why we don't operate on that level because God doesn't. We operate on a different level where we understand when the word says, God, let me read it again. He cares for those who trust in him. A refuge in times of trouble. And I would say there's a bit of trouble <laughs> um, that we're seeing and that we're hearing. But that, it doesn't mean that that's too much for God. Verse 8. But with an overwhelming flood, he will make an end of Nineveh. He will pursue his foes into darkness. Whatever they plot against the Lord, he will bring to an end. Trouble will not come a second time. They will be entangled among thorns and drunk from their wine. They will be consumed like dry stubble. From you, O Nineveh, has come forth who plots evil against the Lord and counsels wickedness. Yeah, book of Nahum. This is what the Lord says. Hey, Bruno. Although they have allies and are numerous, they will be cut off and pass away. Although I have afflicted you, O Judah, I will afflict you no more now i will break their yoke from your neck and tear your shackles away the lord has given a command concerning you nineveh you will have no descendants to bear your name i will destroy the carved images and cast idols that are in the temple of your gods i will prepare your grave for you are vile (laughs) You feel like saying that about some people now right (laughs) look there on the mountains the feet of one who brings good news who proclaims peace celebrate your festivals O judah and fulfill your vows no more will the wicked invade you they will be completely destroyed now there, there was a, a nation called assyria and a king called now this is a tough name so i'm probably saying it wrong um his name is uh sennacherib great name and and so the, um, we're gonna go over to the book of uh, we're gonna go over to the book of, of Second Kings. Hi, how's it going? Welcome from Canada. Well, we're in Canada too. Different part. <laughs> the best part, right, guys? Yeah, this is the best part because I live here and you live here, so it is the best part. Um, Second Kings, chapter eighteen. So the king of Assyria was coming against uh, King Hezekiah, okay? Um, So let's pick it up. (laughs) Let's pick it up, 2 Kings chapter 18. Uh, I'm gonna pick it up at verse 28, because it's a a lot. So um, I don't wanna, and I I wanna make sure, well, whatever, I'll I'll read whatever I need to read, right? (laughs) Um, So the chief commander of the army of Assyria is sending a message To king Hezekiah. So chapter 18 verse 28. Then the commander stood and called out in Hebrew. Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. This is what the king says. Do not let Hezekiah deceive you. He cannot deliver you from my hand. Do not let Hezekiah persuade you to trust in the Lord when he says... The Lord will surely deliver us. This city will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. So basically, what this commander of the Assyrian army is saying, say, listen, I know that Hezekiah is going to come out and tell you, don't worry, everything's going to be okay. Just trust God, we're going to be okay. But the commander is telling them, don't listen, because you, that's not going to happen. God's not going to rescue you. We're going to overtake you. And, you know, I just, I, I find that interesting. Because sometimes I wonder, and I'm not saying, of course, not anybody here listening, but sometimes I wonder if that's ever a thought in people's heads, man, they keep telling us everything's going to be okay. They keep telling us just hang on. They keep telling us this and they're telling us that, and I don't seem to see it. And maybe there's a part of you, and listen, the devil hasn't changed. It's the same, the same lame things that he did then, he still does now to try and get people to, to stop trusting in God. And they basically said, don't listen to, to the guy in charge of you. It's not, you know, not going to happen. God, yeah, he, don't even bother because we're going to, no, no one's ever beat us. No one's ever overcome us. So why do you, why are you even bothering to listen to that guy? Verse 31, do not listen to Hezekiah. This is what the king of Assyria says. Make peace with me and come out to me. Then every one of you will eat from his own vine and fig tree and drink water from his own sister Do you listen to the. <laughs> Do you understand what's happening here The king of assyria is saying who was the enemy, you know Nahum, Nahum was prophesying About uh, about a nation Okay Now And he prophesied they were going to be destroyed but here in 2nd Kings, we're finding that they're trying to, to, to basically tell the people, no, nah, you're not going to win. Just just make a deal with us. Just just do what we say and you'll get, you'll get all this stuff. Have you ever heard that before? Somebody telling you, um, just, just do what we say and... Uh, <laughs> that's such a great emoji. I love that. Um, just do what we say and you'll get all this stuff. Have you, I don't know. I feel like I've heard that before. But that's what that's what the king of Assyria is saying. Don't listen to Hezekiah. Don't listen to him when he says to trust God. Listen to me. Make a deal with me. And I'm going to give you all this stuff. Verse 32. Until I come and take you to a land like your own. A land of grain and new wine. A land of bread and vineyards. A land of olive trees and honey. Choose life and not death. Hmm. Wow. So he's saying he's basically repeating what God told His people much earlier in the Word about choosing life and not death. And he's saying, "Don't listen to Hezekiah. Choose me, and you'll get all this stuff." These are these are the enemies of the of, of their people. If re- continue reading in the Book of Nahum, seeing how wicked this nation is, okay. But, there's, but the king is saying to the people and in their language, you see what he did? He, what did it say in verse 28? Called out in Hebrew to make sure that every person understood. They're very smart. To make sure that everyone understood. Hey, listen, don't listen to that guy. He doesn't know what he's talking about. God's not going to save you. Listen to me and I'm going to give you all this stuff. Do not listen to Hezekiah for he is misleading you when he says, the Lord will deliver us. Has the God of any nation ever delivered his land from the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharve? Wow, these names, a bunch of names. Have they rescued Samaria from my hands? Who of all the gods of these countries has been able to save his land from me? How then can the Lord deliver Jerusalem from my hand? That is some arrogance basically saying no one's ever been able to beat us god's not gonna help you just give up give up do what we say and i'm gonna give you all these great your own you're gonna get a fig tree and a vine and you're gonna have water and you're gonna have all th- do you understand like again i'm maybe I, I probably didn't give a great enough backstory but you have to understand what this what, what the kingdom of assyria did to god's people it was wickedness i mean you have to understand that nahum was prophesying the the destruction of nineveh remember that jonah didn't want uh uh, nineveh to be saved because of how wicked they were and how what they did to the people so understand how how they're terrible and they're promising the people oh you know yeah yeah do what we say and you'll get all this stuff hmm well let's see what happens next the prophet Isaiah is on the scene And the prophet Isaiah basically uh, um, prophesies the the deliverance of Jerusalem. And he says specifically in chapter 19, verse 6, Isaiah said to them, This is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid of what you have heard. So Isaiah comes in and he comes in with the... Yeah, exactly, Lynn. I like the way you said that evil arrogance. That's what it was. Thinking that they're untouchable. You, you know what I mean? And and God's just sitting there. I mean, look, remember what it said in Nahum. Oh, I, I took out my bookmark. Nahum's a tough book to find because it's really small. Uh, I gotta find it again. Bear with me. Okay, where are you, Nahum? Should I should just look at the uh, table of contents. There's no shame in looking at the table of contents. Let me tell you that. Because if it wasn't for the table of contents, there'd be problems. Here it is, 1135. I was close. Remember what it says? He is slow to anger and great in power. You know? So God's there. He's, he's watching this. He sees it. And I'm sure that people are kind of like, but are you going to do something? And, and, and in and God's saying he takes vengeance on his foes. He will not leave the guilty unpunished. So, you know, and again, he used Jonah to, to prophesy to these people to save them because he wanted them to be saved. But at some point, enough is enough. I'm sure you've said that numerous times over the past little while. But enough is going to be enough. Uh, I was reading out of the book of Nahum, and right now I'm in 2 Kings, 2 Kings chapter 19. So what happened next? Isaiah's on the scene. He's telling them, "Don't be afraid." You know, don't, 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 don't pay any attention to what what he's saying, right? And he and he, he goes on to say that the king of Assyria has blasphemed the Lord. That's that's what happened. He he was bla- complete arrogance, like Lynn said, evil arrogance. You know. Telling the people, don't don't, you know, don't trust in your God. He's not gonna save you. And then blaspheming the Lord. And what does Hezekiah do? The the exact things um, that we've been doing, which is he prayed. And he prayed a great prayer uh, in 2 Kings 19, um, verses 14 to 19. Actually, you know what? I'm going to read the whole thing because, you know what? The word builds more faith. So, let's read the whole thing. 2 Kings 19:14. Hezekiah received the letter from the messengers and read it. And then he went out to the went up to the temple of the Lord and spread it out before the Lord. Think, isn't that awesome? So, he took the, the, the this this report that he got about the king of Assyria and he laid it out. And he he laid it out and, and, and basically praying and saying, Okay, this is the report. It's almost as if you print out those ridiculous news stories that were seen day after day after day. Print them out and take that to your prayer closet and say, Okay, God, here's what it says. Here's what it says. All right. Now I'm gonna pray about these things that are being said. And Hezekiah prayed to the Lord. O Lord, God of Israel, enthroned between the cherubim, you alone are God over all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Give ear, O Lord, and hear. Open your eyes, O Lord, and see. Listen to the words Sinacherib Cherub has sent to insult the living God. It is true, O Lord, that the Assyrian kings have laid waste these nations and their lands. So he acknowledged Yeah, it is true. The Assyrian army is powerful. They have had a lot of victories. You know, and I've said this before, faith doesn't deny reality. Faith, it's not like we're saying, oh, no, no, this isn't actually happening. You know, and and it's like you're like on a different dimension or something like the twilight zone. No, no, I don't, I don't see anything. I don't see any news. I don't know what you're talking about. No, he acknowledged. Yeah, it is true. And he had the letter out in front of him. This is, this is how I'm gonna pray from now on, I think. I'm gonna like open a, a news story that I don't like, and I'm gonna put it down and I'm gonna say, Lord, all right, I see this. I see what they're doing. I, I see what they're what what they're plotting against us, what, what they wanna do to to continue to 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 tighten the screws against us. But verse 18, they have thrown their gods into the fire and destroyed them. For they were not gods, but only wood and stone fashioned by men's hands. Now, O Lord our God, deliver us from his hand, so that all kingdoms on earth may know that you alone, O Lord are God. And what happened next? Oh, they were defeated and it was over. No, just kidding. Imagine. Imagine I read all that and it was like, well, actually, No. Second Kings chapter 19, verse 35. So Isaiah um, gave a prophecy after this about the fall of of this king, Sennacherib, which I may or may not be saying correctly. But it's a tough one. Verse 35. That night, that night, the angel of the Lord went out and put to death 185,000 men in the Assyrian camp. When the people got up the next morning, they were all the dead bodies. So, sh- sh- man, I, that name. So, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, broke camp and withdrew. He returned to Nineveh and stayed there. <laughs> so, <laughs> man. So, what happened? That night, an angel of the Lord went out and slaughtered 185,000 men and they were forced to withdraw. You know, just, just as was prophesied. You know, I, like I said earlier, never confuse a challenge for a defeat because Hezekiah, he, you know, again, he didn't deny the, the, the reality. He understood what he was dealing with. He addressed it. He knew it was happening, but at no point do you see him saying, "Ah, that's it. It's over. We don't stand a chance." You know, no one's ever, no one's ever defeated them. It's over. Forget it. No, he prayed a clear prayer. He acknowledged the situation and and declared. Who the Lord is and what he's going to do deliver us from his hand so that all kingdoms on earth know that you alone O Lord are God That's that's a powerful thing to say is that how we've been praying or have we been 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 just upset? you know and again, I I, I'm very transparent. I have moments where I'm just like really irritated You know, I, I have those times and I know a lot of you, I get messages from you that that you're concerned, you know, and yeah, we we can be Sena Carib. Oh, it's care. So I was saying it wrong. Thank you, Auntie Joe, for um, for correcting me now. And now I know how to say it right. Sena Carib. Beautiful. Oh, now I, now I feel better because now I know I'm saying it right. Um, and you know, by the way, in my Bible, this this Bible that I have, it's um uh, uh, it's called the Power of a Praying Woman Bible. And and there's little like blurbs that uh, um that they put in at different verses to kind of like explain the thing. Explain what's happening. And I, I went, at Hezekiah's prayer, it says Hezekiah's prayer for God's intervention you better believe you better believe in the power of, of God's intervention because he is going to intervene because I'm going to tell you uh, you know cuz again on, on their own the, the the Assyrians the Assyrians were more powerful they they did have a record a track record of beating everybody so of course on your own you're not going to beat them but with the power of God on their side it was no contest the, the Assyrians were no match for them. So so believe that. Believe that with everything inside of you. Because you know, the worst thing that you could do is say to yourself, it's taking too long. It's it's getting really bad. I don't understand. Look, I don't understand everything either. I mean I, I have my well I, I have my ideas of, of of what the end game is, but that's fine. It's like I said before, they can plan whatever they want, but they don't have the final say. God has the final say, and he will intervene. And our prayers are too powerful for the enemy to overcome, just in the same way that Hezekiah's prayer and his faith was too powerful for the Assyrian army to overcome. That's exactly the same thing that we're going to see happen for us. So do do not... uh, um, (sighs) do not give up, do not give up, I know that that would be, because again, you know, the king of Assyria was telling the people, um, yeah, yeah, just make peace with me, and uh, and I'll give you all this stuff, you know, that's right, Loretta, make peace with me, and I'll give you all this stuff, he wasn't gonna follow through on that, you think, you think, You think that a a, a a king so wicked and so evil was just gonna be like, listen, just just make peace and I'm gonna give you all this land and I'm gonna do all this stuff for you. I mean, come on. Did you really think and they didn't really believe it? The people were kind of like, eh, they were a little bit skeptical. They're kinda like, I don't know about this. You know, and maybe some of them wanted to do it, but but I think the majority were kind of like they didn't say anything because right after he said that. The Bible says that they didn't say anything, you know, so, so they didn't, they were like, "Mm -mm, I'm not, I'm not buying it, you know, because, because those are promises from evil people for you to just give in, to stop doing what you know is right. And then you'll get rewarded for it. (laughs) I love this story. What a great story. Because like I said, yeah, it does sound familiar Why? Because the devil is the same The same way that God's the same The devil's the same too He doesn't do anything new Everything he does is the same things that he's always done It just looks different But it, it, it's the same he, he doesn't He's not very creative um, it, It's the same old stuff that, that never worked before And it's not going to work now But it, it will work if you let it work if you say to yourself, ah, I can't take it anymore. I'll just do what they say and then this will be over. Just all you have to do. And I, I write things down all the time. Uh, this is what I do. It's my own little personal thing. Whenever I hear a promise, I write it down with the date. And that way, I'm going to be able to go back and remember when they made that promise and now they're not following through with that promise now there's another thing well do this and then you'll get that okay well that did, you know that wasn't enough now you need to do this and then you'll get that you know it, it's just it, it, it's it's the same old stuff so don't fall for it do please i'm telling you do not fall for it because you're we're gonna look back on this and and i yes I said it, look back because it's going to be in the rear view mirror, right? We're going to look back and we're going to be really, really happy that we stood strong. We're not going to look back and be like, oh, I probably should have caved. No, we're going to look back and be like, wow, you know, th- that was, that was probably the most difficult thing I, I ever been through. But, you know, I, I I know that I did the right thing. And I know that I was on the Lord's side, um, so that's why it's like you—you you have to. And again, I know it's difficult, but it's going to be difficult if you try to do it on your own. That's why we're not doing it on our own, you know. That's why we're not uh, uh, trying to fight any kind of battles uh, with natural means, because then we will lose. But we're fighting this battle with with the power of, of the Lord on our side you know and it's basically like that's right we will come through victorious we already know we already know what the end result's gonna be god will win because we're not listen we have been taking our, our stand for a long time it's not like it's not like like maybe a month ago we're like you know what we should do something no it's been a long time ever since we decided do you remember parking lot prayer I love Parking Lot Prayer. Parking Lot Prayer, I met a bunch of people in Parking Lot Prayer that I had never met in person. Because I had only seen them on, um, on the broadcast. So that was cool. But do you remember that? Feels like a long time ago. But we made a decision then, to say, you know what? This is enough. I know we don't have laws here that protect us in the same way that other places do. You know, we, we, we were aware of that. But we said, you know what? This is it now. This is it. We can't even, and, and it can't depend on the law anyways. You know, can't, if you think some judge is going to save you, it's not going to happen. So don't don't think that some politician is going to come and rescue you and, and everybody, you know, just, yeah, you know. Anyways, I'm not going to get into that. So since that moment, that we made a decision and you know what? It was almost like the way that we were walking around to the different prayer points, it kind of reminded me of, um, of as if we were walking down, walking around the walls of Jericho. Not that we wanted the church to fall down. You get what I'm saying, right? <laughs> um, you know, the way that we were walking around and praying and it reminded me of that story. And so I went back to read that story and I found a, a scripture in Joshua chapter 21 that really just resonated with me and i'm gonna read it to you because this is this is gonna be um a very important truth to remind to to, to remind yourself of you know for the rest of the week whatever's gonna happen during the week um because you know what there, there are people that love to um play mind games with you because i think it's pretty obvious that our minds are very like they affect everything right you know your thoughts um you have different worries that come in your mind and so if you you attack people's minds and it affects everything so it's kind of like a, i think somebody mentioned it kind of like a psychological warfare that's happening and it really is and that's why you 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 know when the bible says that god's not given us a spirit of fear but but of power love and soundness of mind think about that for a second we need that soundness of mind to get through this kind of warfare that's being put on us because it's a different kind of warfare that you see maybe with the story of king um Center carib got it right that time um right it's a different kind of warfare but but it's warfare and the warfare that they're putting on us now is it, it plagues our mind and it causes us hey Ange, good to see you it causes us to, to you know to crumble under the pressure because our minds can't take it. And so that's why there has to be a moment where you understand that's not a spirit from the Lord. Anything that has to do with fear or worry or anxiety, that's not from God. That is not a spirit of God. Think of what the fruit of the spirit is: love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, all of all of these things that are that are of positive positivity worry and anxiety and stress that's not right so it's like it's a battlefield that we're facing because it's like every day they just want to keep attacking your mind attacking your mind attacking your mind and that's where you have to take your stand against that and say i'm not going to allow what the devil's trying to do to, to destroy me to destroy my mind to get me to forget the promises of god I'm not going to allow it. So let me read this this scripture from Joshua chapter 21, verse 44. Listen to this. Actually, I go to 43. So the Lord gave Israel all the land he had sworn to give their forefathers, and they took possession of it and settled there. The Lord gave them rest on every side, just as he had sworn to their forefathers. Not one of their enemies withstood them. The Lord handed all of their enemies over to them. Not one of all the Lord's good promises to the house of Israel failed. Everyone was fulfilled. Listen, if there's one verse that you remember, or two from today, Joshua chapter 21, verse 44 and 45. God gave them rest on every side. Not one promise ever failed does god's promises change no does he ever change no does he ever forget his people no let me read a a few more scriptures before we go tonight so i'm almost done might be the earliest i've ever finished maybe we'll see um let's start psalm chapter 37 verse 1 do not fret because of evil men or be envious of those who do wrong For like grass, they will soon wither. Like green plants, they will soon die away. Look at verse 3. Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him, and he will do this. He will make your righteousness shine like the dawn. The justice of your cause, like the noonday sun. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. That's a key. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Do not fret when men succeed in their ways, when they carry out their wicked schemes. You know, because like like I read in the book of Nahum that the Lord is slow to anger and great in power. And so we want instantly for everything to just go away. And that would be great. I, I, I wake up every morning and I say, is this the morning that it's all going to be gone? And that would be great. And maybe that's how it's going to happen. That one day it's just it's just all going to stop. Who knows, right? We'll let God handle that. You know, you, you, you do what you can do and then God does what you can't do, right? So that's why we pray. That's why we fast. That's why we take a stand. We don't, just, we don't just sit back and be like, well, hopefully things will get better. No, we stand up and we say, listen, I, at this point, I got nothing to lose. It's me and God. That's it. And that's the best place to be. That is the best place to be. Let's read one, another one. Psalm 25, verse 1. To you, O Lord, I lift up my soul. In you I trust, O my God. Do not let me be put to shame, nor my enemies triumph over me. No one whose hope is in you will ever be put to shame, but they will be put to shame who are treacherous without excuse. So there are people that are doing uh, uh, wicked things right now. They're terrible things. Terrible. I promised myself I wouldn't talk about certain things, but... (laughs) Uh... I mean, there's a... (sighs) there's a box in Walmart that you have to oh I can't even it's it's just it's despicable and disgusting that's all I'm gonna say because so I'm not gonna say any word that starts with a V I'm not gonna say it you know it's this I mean if oh man I maybe I'm gonna repost it later but the, it, 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 it's like it's barely humane at this point, and and you know you have the people that say oh you know it's not that bad you know it's not like it's really bad. Listen, it's <laughs> yeah that's the V word violin, that's the V word. Um, you know it, it, oh it's not it's not that bad. I'm let me explain something to you. We live in a place that is supposed to be free okay there are countries in this world that are not free there are countries in this world that we send people to help them there are countries in this world where we um it is the walk of shame you're right (laughs) that's exactly what it is it's brutal um you know that we we take refugees from those countries and let them live here so that they can have a better life you have to understand this is not some country um yes that's exactly (laughs) the unviewer. that's great oh you guys are great i love it that is that is exactly what it is you have to wait in a plexiglass box and not the good kind not the kind that goes around the drums no that, that this is like a it's really like humiliating It's, it's designed to shame and hum- humiliate We are not Do you want to be a country That people are, are, are have to seek refugee status from To flee somewhere else Because guess what We can't even leave if we wanted to leave Do you understand that? We're trapped here Do you get it? So I'm sorry, yes I get it There's terrible things that have happened in history And the wars were really bad And this was really bad This is not supposed to happen here This is supposed to be the country of refuge Not where people are are fleeing from here To get out of here Do you understand? Stop it It's It's just like at some point At some point you just gotta stop You just got to stop saying these, you know, I get it. I understand we're not, (laughs) but we're, we're a few steps away. You know, if you, if you read some stuff that I read, we're a few steps away, you know, do you want it to get to that? I don't want it to get to that. I really don't. But you have to understand what's going on, and you have to stop being foolish. And that's the bottom line. But anyways. See, I got through it without saying the word. I'm very proud of myself. One more verse. One more verse. You better believe it, Loretta. Wickedness is not going to prevail. Why? Because we're taking a stand against it. That's right. B. B. Rosa. Is your name Rosa? Because I'm just going to call you Rosa. I'm not sure if... uh... I assume that's your name, but that, that's what I'm going to call you. That's right. Read your Proverbs, 8 o'clock. Um, so let, let me read one more verse. Psalm chapter 9, verse 10. Sabrina, your name's Sabrina. Okay, cool. You have good comments. Um, Psalm chapter 9, verse 10. Listen, those who know your name will trust in you. For you, Lord, have never forsaken those who seek you you have never forsaken those who seek you we have that promise not everybody has it not everybody understands that and that's the hope that we have as children of god that we can be assured that we're never going to be forsaken and no matter how difficult it looks like it's getting don't stop trusting Don't fall prey to people like the king of Assyria to try and use fancy words to be like, oh yeah, but just do this and I'll give you this and no, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it because it's all lies anyways. There's only one truth and that's the truth of the word of God and the truth of his promises. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for these that are watching. Oh, they have such great faith and hunger. That they continually take the time to listen to the reading of your word, to pray, to have their faith built up. Father, I thank you that, that we can be sure that we're seeing results already from the, the, the past 21 days that we've been fasting. That the answers that we've been looking for have already been done. And even if we haven't yet seen them in the natural, we will see them. And I thank you for that. I thank you for answered prayers. I thank you for protection upon us. I thank you for the favor that's come on us. Lord, let us never forget that all of our, 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 uh, uh, our strength is from your hand. It's not us. Us on our own can do nothing. Lord, let us always be careful to give you all the praise and the honor and the glory for being with us, for helping us. It's not from a, the, man of, the, the hand of a man or a human or, or or some politician or some lawyer. But all the strength and the help that we have is from your hand. It's all, it's all been miracles from you. It's not us on our own strength. We can't do anything on our own strength. Let, let, let us never have any pride that would creep in that we're thinking, oh, look at us, we're untouchable. No, let us remember, let us not be like the, 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 the kingdom of Assyria, full of pride, blaspheming God, but let us be people that constantly give you the glory for being with us, for helping us, for strengthening us, for giving us the boldness and the courage to take a stand where it would be much easier to sit. Father, I pray for this nation of Canada, and specifically for the province of Quebec. The devil cannot have this province. He cannot have this nation. Our prayers are too powerful. Your intervention is on its way in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that we can trust you. Thank you that we're never forsaken. Thank you that we know that those who seek you will never be forsaken. And and like your word says, that the pit That the wicked dug for the righteous. They will fall into it themselves. So thank you Lord. That we have that promise. That whatsoever we bind on earth. Is bound in heaven. So Lord I bind the work of the enemy. I bind the wicked plans of the government. I bind everything. That would come against freedom. And come against rights. I, 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 I curse discrimination. Of any kind. Lord, I pray for unity amongst your people. If there's any kind of division that might have been coming, that might have been trying to creep its way in, let that go. Let us understand that there's one mission and one thing that we have to do, and that's to take this nation for the kingdom of God. Nothing else matters. That we take as many people as possible with us into heaven because souls are the currency of heaven father be with us help us never to be discouraged if there's any spirit of discouragement among every, anybody who's, who's listening right now I pray that you replace it with, your, with, a, with a spirit of joy the joy that comes in your presence the joy that comes from knowing you The joy that comes from trusting in you. Thank you, Father, that we can be confident that you are faithful to keep your promises, that you never change. Like the word says, Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so whatever was promised then is promised now in the name of Jesus. Replace discouragement, replace negativity, Replace any, any, even a a slightest feeling of depression. No depression. No depression in Jesus' name. Replace it with joy. Replace it with peace and the hope that we have that you will rescue us because you are our deliverer. I thank you, Lord, and I thank you for the testimonies that we're going to hear. And all, because our prayers have already been answered, it's already done, it's already sealed. Thank you, Lord, for the victory that's already been won. And I pray these things in the mighty name of Jesus. That wonderful name. That name that's above every other name. Amen. Amen.